Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Featured Anime Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm Rick. And today we are talking about CJ's choice from our Discord. Rascal does not dream of Bunny Girl Senpai. Which was a pretty, pretty good choice, if I do say so myself. I found myself surprised because I liked it, but disappointed at the same time. Yep. And not, not, be, not because, oh, go ahead, sorry. Yeah, you're good. It's all right. I, I before, do this before all we the talk, time. You're good. Before that, we were talking about uh, work experiences, how Rick decided to try and make himself look like uh, Scar a from- Bond villain. A Bond villain. A Bond villain that got in a fight with Optimus Prime but failed horribly. Uh, you want to catch a part of that water conversation? Patreon.com slash Featured Anime Podcast. Dollar a month will get you all that bonus content and more. Now on to the meat and potatoes. Rascal does not dream of Bunny Girl Senpai. Uh, it is 13 episodes long. It came out in October 2018 and ran all the way through December 2018. Uh, producers for our Aniplex, Tokyo MX, uh, Kotokawa, just to name a couple. Clover works for the studio. It's based off of a light novel, and the genres are comedy, drama, romance, supernatural, and school. Now, I was told by by CJ that there was actually a movie to this. I could not find the movie. That is basically the sequel to uh, to Bunny Girl Senpai, and I'm I'm really disappointed because I could not find it. So I know that uh. Jeb usually has his ways of being able to get a hold of <laughs> certain things in our discord. And, uh, mainly because he just spends a lot of money on, on pretty awesome stuff off. If I do say so myself. So I'll probably see if he has that eventually, maybe kind of okay. sort of Jeb. I would it, love to see. <laughs> yeah. Hint, hint, <laughs> nudge, nudge. <laughs> nudge. I, I would love to see the movie because, uh, it's not that I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed in Netflix, if that, if if I can even say that. Because you told me, so I started watching it on the tried and true VRV slash Crunchyroll, whatever the hell we were watching it on. Right. And what ends up happening is you tell me that it's on dubbed, and I'm like, okay, I'd like to see it dubbed. Because we, we one other reason we were discussing. Right. <laughs> so I, go, I hop over to Netflix, and huh. I for some weird reason I'm like, I think. It's given me these weird tags and on episode two by episode two, I'm thinking, okay, something's wrong with this kid. He's insane. He's got something wrong with him. And I, that's when I switched over to Netflix because I was thinking maybe if I throw it subbed and watch it dubbed, something will happen that I, I will make sense to me. And what Netflix does is they give you tags of what it could be. And one of them is suicide. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, okay. So I, I started watching it from episode three all the way done on the premise that someone's going to commit suicide or this is him going through the stages of depression or, you know? Right. And I was, I was fully dedicated to not, not um, 
att- being attached to any one character, you know? Well, you, the thing is, and Jeb in our chat brings up a very good point. Everyone is disappointed in Netflix. I know I am most of the time when it yeah. comes to a lot of things. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you this. They, they will throw up tags or throw up warnings like this one saying suicide, even if someone is going to attempt it. And they do that more so to kind of cover their bases and make sure that they're not going to get any blowback from you, me, someone else randomly watching and go, you didn't put this in there and this is totally in there. And the only point where suicide even becomes a remote possibility is when uh, our main character, uh, uh, Sakuta, is with uh, my, or rather with my sister, who transforms into to my, <laughs> uh, and she tries to commit suicide because she's convinced no one needs needs her that she is not wanted or needed that everyone just wants to focus on her sister, and that's where the suicide disclaimer comes in there because she does try to commit suicide. And I'll tell you this about about the show: uh, Rascal does not dream of Bunny Girl Senpai. It touches on a lot of philosophical and, and, and realistic viewpoints as well as throws some science fiction in there and then touches on quantum physics a little bit as well. So I really, yeah, I was going to say every, it seems like every episode had a very decent, um, I guess science, um, foundation. Yeah. Foundation. And then, they used the scientific method to try to solve and deduce and and it was kind of cool they used very common well commonly known um scenarios like schrodinger's cat and or laplace's demon and yeah, they, La- they that was a good one that, that was, was that. and one of the things i actually really enjoyed about it was the the point in, at which you are following along with the character, you learn everything that's going on along with the character at the exact same time, you know? Yeah. You're not an overview. You're, you're an over the shoulder. Yeah. And I found, found that pretty interesting. I also found it really, really interesting that the, the picture card or the, the title card rather is of my mm-hmm. in the bunny girl costume. And you see her once or twice at, uh, in the bunny girl costume, aside from the opening credits. But that's it. Like the bunny girl portion of it does plays no real portion to the actual core story at all. Well, I mean, yeah, I agree with you. It, it, it plays very, very minute amount. And but it, it does serve as a catalyst to start things off. It does. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying that it doesn't serve as a catalyst. Uh, but I will say that the name Definitely the name of it definitely does not lend to what you're expecting right off the bat. No, no. So what I was expecting when I walked into it, what I was expecting was something to the effect of this kid. He committed suicide or he's dying because everything that a, a young man wants in that wants to happen. And what, when I say this, I mean this with all sincerity. You know how people say, don't meet your heroes? Yeah. And they, they, there's, you know, shoot for the stars, you might hit the moon. Or who shoot for the moon, you might hit the stars, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 
to me that that kind of says something along the lines of you know it's nice to have a goal that is beyond your reach perpetually beyond your reach because the second you achieve a goal you set a major life goal that you set then like what else you it, it's one of my friends has a really bad habit of nexting like okay i reached here now what i reached here now what i reached here now what they're they're not satisfied they don't take a they don't take a minute to sit back because right. they're waiting for the other shoe to drop you know and i'm like you just got to you've accomplished so much you need to sit back and just enjoy the hard work enjoy the fruits of your labor for a day or two you you don't always have to push whereas here he always wants to take his relationship to the next level to like he wants a kiss he wants more. He he always jokes in, in lewd manners and it's I, I love it. But I, I thought it was a dream of some kind because mm. it's it, what he actually says he wants is always eluding him. He gets well, a peck on the cheek. He gets a pinch, you know. Well, at the same time, I, I like I can understand the viewpoint on that, but I really never felt like it was a dream at any point in time during it, sim- simply because even though he's trying to achieve it, the reactions or the interactions that are happening or the stories that are going on definitely didn't make it feel like it was a dream. It felt more like there was a bigger overarching plan happening. And I feel like that's kind of like what, what it was basically alluding to, which was uh, puberty syndrome is what they call it. And, yeah. and they refer to it as a, a myth until you actually encounter it or have to deal with it. Um, yeah. And each one, I feel like they did it in arcs. And did you watch the ending credits? Yeah. Okay. I loved <laughs> how when the focal point of the character for the evolution and changes that were going on, that was actually who was, sing- who was singing. No shit. Yeah. So the voice of the person that was singing at the end for the end credits and the person that was walking on the beach was the focal point of who was going through these changes, who was evolving. Yeah, that, yeah, that's true. I didn't even think about that. I, and, I never made that connection. And I, I thought it was really great that they did that. It, it made it, it made it so that way you knew who the focal point was. It made it so that way you for that particular ser- episode. Yeah. Okay. So it's like uh, you have uh, Sakatua who was. They're helping him along the way, trying to be a kindred spirit and figure everything out. But the focal point of it is Rio, Mai, Kaide, Tomoe, you, you know, just it focuses on them. It's on them, their growth. And it touched on several other different aspects as well. It's like, what would you, why are you repeating this? Why would you repeat the same day over and over and over again? Because you're not getting the result that you actually want. You you mm-hmm. keep interacting in a particular way where you're not getting the result. And I love how it goes fine since I didn't get the result that I wanted in the end. I'm going to go back to the very beginning. Or we're just going to start from there because it's only right. It's only fair. Or for for my the ideology and psychology behind it all for her actually actively disappearing from everyone's memories as they went to sleep. Because of how she chose to embrace the fact that she didn't want to be in show business because of all these other problems and she wanted to be invisible and didn't want to have to deal with 
the conflict or issues of ever, everyone else. Yeah. So it's wonderful that they were able to tie in these intricate stories and lessons into each arc. I want to say at the same time. Okay. So the, what, if I understand what you're saying correctly, basically it's 13 episodes, but you've got, whenever we switch main characters, it's a new arc. Basically, we spend about two or three episodes typically on each specifically on each character. So you're looking at about six different story arcs. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That makes sense. That that makes sense. Yeah. uh, A story and B story, I think. Yeah. And so like uh, the B story is the separate small arcs and the A story is uh, the story between Mai and Sakutua and their journey together overall. Now, here's why I thought it was him going through some kind of mental break. Hmm. Here's, here's my, I'm going to, I, for some reason, I always like threes. I'm going to attempt three. I think I only have two, but let, let's go for three. First, he's got a scar on his chest that is a focal point, but never really explained what the hell happened. And then at the end, it starts to bleed. When it started to bleed, I figured that that was when he woke up and that was the real thing. Um, the second part is when he got the scar, he met a he met a woman who looked similar to Mai, but wasn't. It was his crush of some kind. And then when it bled again, he met her as an adult. Again, he's the only one that saw her both times. So I figured a mental break of sorts. The phone number that she gave him does not work. So yeah, maybe he wrote it down. No, he like- said it, that she didn't answer. She didn't answer, but it worked because he was talking to her. However, what he's saying is he saw her as an adult or rather mm-hmm. as an older student in that school, which is why he went to that school and no one ever had any record of her. But then he mm-hmm. met someone who looked identical to her mm-hmm. when they were younger with the exact same name, with an identical name. Yeah. And when he tried calling her when she hadn't appeared for a few days, it wasn't that he couldn't get a hold of her because she gave him the wrong number. It's that. She just wasn't there available for him. And then she called back and apologized for him not being able to get a hold of her. See, I always thought it was one of the Tyler Durden scenarios where, yeah, he wrote down the number. He obviously called the number. Whenever he attempted to reach out, he never got a hold of her. However, he got a hold. She, he spoke to her on the return, just like with Tyler Durden. He couldn't call. He couldn't make a phone call, but he could receive. No, wait, Tyler Durden is the, so I'm referring to Fight Club, but Tyler Durden was the alter ego, not the primary. Yeah. So yeah. So the primary was reaching out, but never could get a hold of him, except when Tyler Durden reached out. For instance, the the payphone that does not accept any incoming phone calls. He called, he made a phone call out, didn't work. And then when he hung up, it rang and he answered it like that. So he was talking to himself that that's where I was going with it because he never when he made the effort, it never um, succeeded. But when he was receiving the effort, it 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 worked. Right. So that was my second thing. My third thing, and I knew I had three, because the second one I didn't even think about till I was in, minimal, in the middle of talking. But the third thing was, how many teenage boys have a fantasy of dating an idol? Okay, well, I don't know how that one's a third thing, because... Well, that, that's what I mean. That, that was one of my evidences backing it up. His fantasies are coming true. He sees my on yeah, magazines. Hang on, hang on, on hang on, hang on, hang on. 
If that's your mm-hmm. thing, then I don't know, fifty percent of the anime out there fit that exact bill. I, I don't think but only you, on this one. Oh no, only on this one because no, a lot of them don't he, deal with yeah, a lot. don't deal with trauma and stuff like that. Some of and them again, don't. I was some going, of them don't. Some of them do. Some of them deal with this exact same premise. Some of them don't. How they approach the premise is vastly different. That is not number three. That that shouldn't even be it is considered. for me. Remember, remember episode three, I was looking at a tag that said suicide. So I'm like, okay, so maybe that, that that's where my mind was coming from. That's why I was going, okay, this isn't uh, real. This isn't. Well, so I, mean, I was expecting if that's how it's going to be at the last episode of attack on Titan. Aaron's going to, Aaron's going to wake up from his dream and then that's going to yeah. be it. So <laughs> did, didn't we point that out? like on discord a while ago oh i, I like, shared the picture yeah, yeah i remember that yes yes so that's how oh. it's gonna end up being i mean you know, like if that's the premise you're gonna go with a lot of stuff really happens and hey guess what it's all a dream and, yeah, wait, and there, time for school yep buffy the vampire slayer all over again oh, what a oh god horrid. Okay. yeah anyways anyways uh, I, I agree I, it's I, not I digress no i agree with you it's not a good way to end a show it's a cop-out it's Roseanne all over again. The last season was just a myth. Yeah, it, it, it's it's not a good way to end. And there's the as you said, Buffy. As I said, Roseanne. There's many different examples of how to do it poorly. Right, right. And I, I thought that what we were seeing was we were going, we were following him on his path to acceptance. Well, and all, all of these fantastic things only happened to him. Nobody right. else. It's not fantastic well, things just happening to him. And it's not everything that day. it's not everything that happens to him is fantastic either. There's a lot of messed up stuff that happens. And it's not just oh, no, to him. I agree. It's it's to his sister too. And you know, it's a matter of how you choose to approach it, how you choose to tackle the problem. And so it's not that everything great is happening. Cause there no, are some not, I, I, messed up stuff that yeah. happens. All right. True. So I don't, I don't agree with your number three. I mean, like, I get that that's your number three. I get that that's where you could come from, especially mm-hmm. with the tag of it being like suicide or with the label of it having suicide on there from, from Netflix. Like, I could see where you're coming from, especially with the possibility of someone being dead or dying or something like that. This whole thing could have been him as he swan dove off the building and this <laughs> whole thing's happening as he's falling to his death and boom, that's it. Right. It could have been that. I wasn't quite going that far, but you know, it just seemed, it seemed too convenient Mm. that he was part of everybody else's thing. Like he was the main character. He suffered his sister forgot who she was. And the trauma of that could have potentially drove him to the point of doing something regrettable. And then his parents aren't there. And then his parents are there. Well, and then he's he's dating a a movie model. And then he's repeating the day with groundhog. And then Everybody around him has like the chick has a duplicate, which was, I'm not going to lie, kind of cool. I like, I liked how they did that one, but. Well, you see, the thing is it, that, so take, for example, my, the first couple of episodes, right? It's like, everyone's mm-hmm. forgetting her except for him. Right. Well, mm-hmm. they explained why he wasn't forgetting her or why people weren't forgetting her. And then he finally did forget her. Right. And After so. Slept, yeah after he slept. So you have that foundation for it. And then key factors in your memory, are like the same thing with any, anything else. Like it doesn't, it could be something completely random or whatever. 
that triggers your memory and it forces you to finally remember something that you had long since forgotten or had been omitted from, right? And that's how it was for there. The same thing for the story with, uh, I want to say, uh, Tomoe. It's not that he necessarily, and they explained it too. It's not that he was the focal point or he was there because he wanted to be. He was there because he had that forceful impact from Tomoe in him. And that's the only reason why he didn't relive the same day over and over again without that knowledge. He had the knowledge that every day was repeating. And that's the only reason why is because, and, and uh, Rio explained it. Now, what he wasn't a part of, but he figured out was Rio's when she split into two. And I think that's a really good foundation for, we all have two people that we're at conflict with, and they're both of them inside ourselves. We have the people we want to be and the people that we are, and we have the people that we strive to be and the people that we can't be. And so we have that constant internal conflict. Except for Rio, it wasn't internal anymore. It was external. And so mm. you had Rio and Rio, and one was living one life a little bit more risque, so to speak, being a little bit more open, be a little, being a little bit more vocal than the other one. The other one was very withdrawn and didn't mm-hmm. want to do anything. And then you have the Noroka and Mai, the sisters, right? They switch yep. places and they even explain that at the exact same time. It's like, it's not that their souls inhabited the other body. It's that they, and this is where I'm glad that they showed the physical transformation yeah, in between was, the two. That was, I'm not going to say creepy, but a little bit. And I was like, this is so cool. Imagine having the other scenarios where it reverts to the previous day and everyone shifts back. And, and then uh, when the, you, the person, split to have them merge back together again to be of one mind all that stuff is kind of cool but it that's it's also goes to the point there's an old saying that everyone has three faces and they did a really good analogy here you have the face you show everybody the face your family sees and the face that you know you know what i mean and it, it's perfectly valid there you've got a, a mask you put on everywhere else um, and you, you can't lie to yourself no matter how how good at lying you are, how convincing you are to others, you know it's a lie and you can't fool yourself. And I think that's what they were trying to show there. And it was really, well, it's really well done. Well, for the, for the one where their bodies are switched, it's not, oh. it's not so much that it's like, it's a more of a, the grass is greener on the other side. Or if, how would it be if I was them? My life would be better if I was them. And so for them, it was like kind of, twofold like my felt like she just wanted to be your sister not have all that pressure or or responsibilities and everything like that that nodoka has her sister and and nodoka is the exact same way she's like it would be better if i was my because i would have all this and everything like that and everything would be instantly better and then she comes to the realization that the reason why my is so good is because she puts forth a very strong, solid effort and dedicates herself a hundred percent, not realizing that Nadoka was the catalyst for her pushing herself so hard. Yeah. Work ethic over talent every day. There's a, there's also a saying that talent without effort is wasted. Yes. So unless unless you're me, which case I'm just (laughs) wasteful all the time. So, I was going to say, you're nothing but talent. 
I mean, overall, though, the I feel like the show is really well worth it. It is very well rounded. It's a very balanced show. Uh, the ending credits, I actually really enjoyed. I loved the music when it was there. It was a focal oh, yeah. point. It was very prominent when it needed to be, but it didn't detract from the actual show overall. And, it wasn't overwhelming. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and and I I feel like there really wasn't anything too too wrong with it. The only thing is, is I do have a lot of questions. I have a lot of questions for uh, Shuko and who she is, what's going on, what the story is with it, what's the deal behind it. We know that she's a real person. We know that she exists because other people have seen her and she did leave writing. So it's not like everything just completely disappears. I want to know what uh, Sakata's, what his puberty syndrome is because i feel like the scars on his chest have to deal with that and it it, has to it has to so i know that there's going to be more answers out there and 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 i'm maybe in the movie well uh cj in our chat says it there are more answers in the movie so i'm i'm definitely looking forward to to watching the movie and i'll have to check that out we'll probably have to revisit it again with a little bit more information a little bit later on and, and maybe, maybe even end up having to change our, change our scores based off of that. But, but well, I was going to say, if, if we watch, if we could watch the movie, do you want to do a standalone episode? Probably a standalone would be better. Okay. I'm not against that at all. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't think it'd be a good addition to this. Yeah. If that makes sense. So I, I don't really have too much more I can say on, on it. Uh, what about you, Rick? Is there anything else you want to really add? I, I do, though. You mentioned the music; mm-hmm. it was nice. I didn't notice it um, until the end, but I also didn't watch it more than once, like you did. Right. <laughs> it, it is what I expected from Amniplex—just solid, solid, pristine artwork. Yeah. The story lost me, unfortunately, but that's mainly because I was expecting. I was expecting like an M night Shyamalan level twist at the end, which I thought I got because I thought when the scar started bleeding again, which they didn't open, they didn't do anything for 90% of the show. And when they did, it coincided with his sister getting massive amounts of bruising everywhere. So I thought, Oh shit, this is where he's waking up. Everything else was a dream. He's finally accepted the reality of the situation and it was pouring rain so we were. Uh, that's why I was like, "Oh, this is reality. Everything else was was made up in his head." And then the ending happened, and I'm like, "That's completely contradicts what I thought," and not in a bad way, like, right? But it, it did it did make me refocus and relook at what I was going on here and or what I was seeing and what I was understanding because it, it it's good that way. So don't trust Netflix. I guess is one thing I'm bringing out of it. Um. But as standalone episodes, they were really good. Mm-hmm. They nice continuity between episode one and five and ten and thirteen. And I honestly, I could have seen this going much longer. I could have seen this, depending on how many. I'm glad it didn't, but depending on how many scenarios you could do, um, it 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 was good. I expected a little bit more adult interaction. People looking for. A mom, like his mom and dad, when they finally came back in the picture, I was expecting them to be more, um, well, aggr- com- not, not aggressive, but like what? 
What's up? Like the mom and dad, really? I mean, like, come on, dude. 90% of the shows that we watch, mom and dad are, are always off on business trips across the world. Exactly. Yes, I, I, get, I get that. But when they showed back up, I was like, breath of fresh air. Okay, now we have another source, uh, another potential asset we can pull because everything smart was coming out of the science girl. We, we got no scientific knowledge anywhere else except when it was given by her. And she was a fantastic vehicle for Laplace's demon. Um, things like that. It was, it was, I liked that they were crowdsourcing from people of their own age. It was, it was yeah. good. It was, it was I nice. Expected when, when dad showed up, I expected him to be a little bit more adultish and not, not so much. I'm sorry. I abandoned you. It was nice to hear. It, I wish to God, I wish it happened more often in the anime we watched where the adult comes in and goes, you know, I really messed up, but I really wasn't expecting the question or the <laughs> the thing that got me the, the hardest where I was like, this is absolute crap um, was he asks his dad. So what's it like having a kid? And the dad goes, you're having a kid. And he goes, no, no, not yet. I'm just curious. And the dad goes, you'll find out when you have a kid. What? Yeah, yeah because it's not something you could truly ever explain. It's not something True. easily easily explained. But the thing is, is normally when it comes to parents or things like that on the shows, it's not the mother also ended up having some really hard time and, and basically having a psychotic break because of what was going on with the, the daughter. Uh, yeah. Uh, Kade. And so the dad and the son, uh, Sakuta, came to the realization or came to an understanding look that he would take care of his sister and he would take care of the mom because they are the ones that are more mentally apparently capable of being able to handle the stresses of what's going on. Now, granted that puts more stress on the son and his dad acknowledges that and he understands that. Um, and I'm glad that they did acknowledge that, but yeah, it, the at the same conquer time, method. Yeah. But at the same time, it, it was something that was kind of expected, especially when they referenced it, like when all this was actually going on, my parents, you know, had us move out and blah, 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 or mm -hmm. our mom couldn't handle it. It was like, OK, well, that's obviously what's going to happen. You know, they're they're going to come full circle with it. And I'm glad they came kind of full circle, at least with everyone except for Sakuta's. I yeah. wish wish they came full circle for him, but they didn't. But that's. That's all right. I mean, like, I, I feel like maybe in the movie that we'll get more answers. I mean, and if we don't get it in the movie, it'll obviously be in the light novels and I'll yeah. just have to read. Well, them. I'm kind of curious. Do you think uh, so? I realize this is sidestepping completely, but do you remember um, Full Metal Alchemist? Yes. Do you remember not the Brotherhood, the original, the one that came out? Yes. When that ended, we felt, I don't know about you, but when that ended, I felt empty. I felt like I was missing something. And then the movie came out and it kind of gave it a better ending. Like the movie was an addition to the series. And I felt like it kind of brought everything full circle to how it should be. Mm. I would not be opposed if the movie ends up doing the exact same thing. You know? Yeah. I could, I could understand that. When... We'll get into that later on for Full Metal Alchemist, but you know I have my own viewpoints, my own feelings on that. Why we'll buried. be doing Full Metal Alchemist? No, that's too many oh. episodes. We can't do that right now. <laughs> you got me excited for something like hell yeah. We no, okay, <laughs> no, no. 
Bad Rick. Bad. <laughs> uh, it's in my uh, top 10, bro. It's like top five. I know. I know. A lot of things are in your top five. Yeah, only five, though. Uh, plus, <laughs> plus 95. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> math has never been my strongest suit. <laughs> all right, oh, all right. goodness. Yeah, I uh, think uh, with that, I think we're ready for a review or a number. What about you? Uh, yeah. So, on a scale of up to 10, sir, how would you rate this? Um, instinctively, I want to rate it really high because it's got a solid everything. When you look at the premise of what it is rather than what I was expecting, it's a solid nine. But because I still have so many questions, I'm going to go with an eight. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with a nine. I enjoyed it. I do. I do have some questions, not too many questions, but I do have some questions. Uh, I, I feel like the movie will help answer a lot of those questions. Uh, if anything at all, this, I feel like the show really lent itself to a lot of uh, narrative stories uh, for, for lessons. It's like, you know, hey, just understand what's going on. And uh, and the the stories overall, even in dealing with the parents and CJ in our chat points out that the parents for the sisters for Maya and Nadoka were very demanding of the children and almost to almost to a to a un I, I want to say to an unrealistic aspect aspect, but at the same time, I understand that in reality, what the pressures that parents put on their child stars yeah. is very, very harsh, very, very heavy. And yeah. I feel like the show really did lend itself well to that in showing the type of pressures, showing the type of strain that people, child actors have on them. Like they're put in situations and they're, they're forced to deal with uh, the realities that they most of the time really are not capable of handling or, or should be yeah. handling at this point in time. Well, and that that goes back to episode one where you're 100% correct in that, where the reason why she wanted to be out of the spotlight is she was forced to do a a shoot that she didn't want to do. Yeah. Because of her mother. That that makes perfect sense. Exactly. Yeah. I I really like the fact that they didn't have cookie cutter parents. Yeah. Which lent itself to make it an even better show. So that's why I'm giving it a nine. Um, So next week. We're we're doing one of your choices there, sir, and it's uh I want to say Mayo Mayo M A O Y U I believe that's how you spell it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's how you spell it. I think that's it's Mayu or Mayo Mayo. I, yeah, right. I I never understood how to pronounce that either. But yeah, right. no, I this is one I have seen before. This is one that I really like. This is one I wanted you to watch, um, and I I'm more than happy to watch it again because it flips everything with most genres all right all right well i'm i'm uh, that sounds good to me well uh hope you all enjoyed this week's choice uh thank you again cj for the wonderful recommendation uh we both really enjoyed it if you have a recommendation or a show that you would like for us to watch or check out uh patreon.com slash featured anime podcast at all a month get you access to bonus content plus you can message us on there featured anime podcast at gmail.com for uh any emailing recommendations join us in our discord we're always uh, messing around in there talking goofing off and everything like that uh link for that's going to be in the show notes at those anime guys on twitter if you want to message us on there and uh in general this week actually at the time of recording 
In the next couple of days, exclusively for our patrons, we will be talking about Enter the Dragon. Uh, so if you want to become a patron and, and sit in on that discussion, uh, again, patreon.com slash feature anime podcast, and uh, you'll get access to those bonus episodes, plus some other perks that, that we're kind of like in the works on, and we'll see how it kind of flushes out. Uh, but that's all the time we have for today, and thanks uh, for joining us. I'm Jack. And I'm Rick. And we'll see you next time. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.